Come on, we gotta find those others and kill them. Kill? No, 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 no. We need to capture them. It took years of research to get the program this far. I can't believe you are saying this. This program saves lives. So the end justifies the means? Precisely. And besides, no one else is going to die. If there were another spider in there, it would have attacked us by now, which means they're outside. I thought spiders didn't like the cold. Exactly. Well, they don't. Not even larger ones. We'll probably find them hibernating 50 feet outside the ventilation shaft. How can you be certain after all the genetic tinkering and, and cellular graphs? Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. Guess who's back? Back again? Not Emily. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> Emily. Yay. How are Hi. you, ma'am? I'm doing really good. I'm so stoked to be back. Um, I had a lot of fun last time, and this time we're like dealing with something way less serious. So it's going to be super fun, I think. Oh, gosh. Hopefully. Brace yourselves. <laughs> also way less good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are talking about Ice Spiders from 2007. I've been told from people in the know that this was a Sci-Fi Channel original movie, which very much tracks. <sighs> Boy. It's something. It's not good. <laughs> Which most of them aren't. But I will say this. There's bad versus intentionally bad. Something like... Oh, yeah. And I have no patience for like stuff like Sharknado where it's like, yeah, we know we're making a piece of shit. That's what makes it fun. Like, no, you just made a piece of shit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Definitely. I, I feel Definitely. like the people who made Ice Spiders were trying... They just, and I think, but I, I think they knew, I think they were very aware of like, look, we're hamstrung by budget. We can't afford anyone who can act with a shit. <laughs> our special effects are going to look like the flying toaster screensaver. And, but we're still oh going to do our best. Like know? the CGI seriously killed me. Killed me with the spiders. Like, I told my kid, I was like, it's like someone drew on the movie, like these little spiders. Well, and some of the, um, I guess like the stuntmen or whatever, the stunt shots where they're like skiing and everything. It's so, I don't know. It just didn't match up to me at all. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those that like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it just because it was so bad. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. And I, I, I feel for them because they've, it's not tongue in cheek at all. Like it's very, no. they're taking this very seriously. They're trying to make a good movie. But they just know that they can't because they don't have the money for it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they acted their little hearts out. And I actually, I ended up looking up the actors um, just because I did kind of recognize a couple of them from, and you're, I don't know. I found it really funny. It was a couple of them, especially the lead actor. He's been on, I think, uh, the Lifetime channel a couple of times. Like, he's... He's one of those, I mean, they're like the B actors, you know, the ones you see kind of on Lifetime or Sci-Fi or whatever. And you kind of, some of them, you know their name just because you've seen them in so many things. But uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so funny. They were, it was almost like campy, I guess you could say. Because sure. it was like so overacted. <laughs> yeah, and he was, I think he was on Melrose Place, if I remember my, my I think MDB so too. Correctly. Yeah, he was like um like a ch like a child actor or whatever, right? 
or something like that. I, I don't know if I looked that deep into it. Could be. <laughs> um, did you happen to Did you happen to look up their like Rotten Tomatoes score or their um, IMDb score? Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. It is. It is brutal. They got um, 17% from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 17%. 17%. Which, I mean, hey, it'd be better than my movie, whatever kind of movie I'd make. But that, and it, they got 3.1 from IMDb. I had to share that because it kind of made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty, I think for a sci-fi channel originals, it's probably pretty par for the course. I've seen worse ones. I've seen better ones. But mm -hmm. Speaking of the Lifetime channel, or close, adjacent to it anyway, the guy who directed this is a guy named Tibor, I'm not going to say this right, Takex mm -hmm. or Takax. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But... Prior to this, he directed some legitimate horror movies, The Gate and The Gate 2. He directed the pilot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the old oh, one, not the new one. Right. Um, and he's done a ton of sci-fi original movies, one just called Spiders, <laughs> uh, Meteor Storm, Mega Snake, Killer Rat, and Mansquito. Oh, my. But the last He's really big on, like, the animal crossover, kind of, like, scary animal things. Yes. But the, wow. last, the last couple years... He's done like seven or eight straight Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. So that might be. <laughs> so he might have carried oh that guy over to Lifetime movies too. So See? <laughs> that's an interesting career. Hey, it's better than me. I haven't, you know, like written any or directed any or anything like that. But yeah, that's interesting true. selecting. Very uh, eclectic. <laughs> so let's get into it. The movie opens with, we're in Utah. Which with Rocky and Bob. <laughs> yes, Rocky and Bob. Utah is apparently the coldest place on Earth because we find out that this top-secret military lab where they built these spiders, they're like, oh, that's why we put it in, like, a super cold place so that the spiders would never leave. But that right. Utah is the cold. Like, there's colder. Yeah. Utah gets cold, but there's colder places. Come to, yeah. come to North Dakota. Seriously. Spiders, it was... The spiders aren't going anywhere. Well, that was some of the stuff that, like, I mean, there's, like, continuity issues or, like, you know, some of the main theme. I was really confused by some of the artistic choices, I guess, <laughs> that they that they did. Because, yeah, I got it that it was up in the mountains, but I, I don't know. Yeah, there was, you had to kind of suspend belief a little bit, I think, with this one. For sure. But you're unable to do that with, like we said, these CGI is generous, CGI spiders. Rock, Rocky and Bob. <laughs> The hunters were trying to get and he calls it bambi but it's elk it's not a deer it's I, elk, clearly that was another thing i was like dude do you have you never seen bambi like bambi <laughs> okay yeah i don't know I, that kind of threw me off too because it was an elk not like a white-tailed deer and then yeah it was out there i guess that's the only deer they could think of like famous deer <laughs> i mean they're probably not the smartest guys either but they see, as they're getting ready to shoot this elk, um, mm -hmm. they see a giant spider just walk into, walk into their field of vision. And when I say giant spider, what I mean is Clippy. <laughs> the, the little assistant who would pop up in Windows and tell you like how to format things. Yes, the paperclip. Yes, Clippy the paperclip. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was it was almost cartoonish. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, it's like they drew on the movie. Um, and I mean, the spiders, like in a less real context, they might have been okay. I mean, they were well done 
if it was like a completely like not real world, I guess you could say, but I mean, they were okay, but like, yeah, it, it did not, it did not blend well <laughs> in my opinion. So no, so you mean like if it was an entirely CG movie to be like, okay, right. All kind of, right. Against, yeah. Against a real backdrop and real people. They stand out very much as very much. So they like good CGI, you know, in my opinion, it's supposed to be like, you're not supposed to be able to tell that it's, you know, I mean, that's kind of the whole point. It's supposed to blend in and there was no, there was no blend. It was, you know, these cartoonish type spiders and the fact that they were all different, but we didn't really learn all the different types and we never got to learn their names. Did that bother you? We got to learn one spider's yeah, name. One of them has a name for some reason. I feel like yeah. it, Obviously, this isn't the case, but it looks as if they were expecting to make a toy line of these things because each spider, mm -hmm. there's a red one and a green one and a brown one and a black widow and one that spits. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think you're making action figures? Why do these all look different? There's no reason for these yeah. scientists to make, to genetically manipulate seven different species of spiders. Like, just pick one and go to town. Right. Well, <laughs> no, one thing I can say in their defense on that the doctor like the lead actress dr april summers or whatever um she did say that they once they splice them into different kinds it had something to do with their different webs i think like they were testing out the strengths and the different properties of each kind of spider's web because one was like an orb weaver and one was like a web weaver and and so on did, did you remember that part it was like yeah I'm trying to remember. It was like in the lodge, I think. Um, but you'd think, especially with something like that, start slow. <laughs> One spider at a time. But yeah, the whole we'll come to learn. We can jump in. Yeah. We'll come to learn that the reason that they have genetically modified and made these spiders giant is because they're working on you making materials out of spider webs because it's such a mm -hmm. you know amazing miracle material mm -hmm. so they can build body armor for soldiers and new kinds right. of rope like defense kinds of yeah but there has yeah to like be... defense weapons or defense you know types of things because i mean from the look of it it's like biological warfare like what are they doing up there but i guess actually it was there were good purposes it just got out of control <laughs> a little bit very out of control and not very well a lot of it <laughs> so this utah ski the hunters get got as you would expect poor rocky really grossly um, oh yeah poor poor rocky he went first and then and then bob didn't make it very long after that and that death looks really not fun <laughs> i mean they really were brutal <laughs> yeah and uh the, the spiders seem to be pretty maybe it depends on what kind of spider it is i don't know i don't know i'm not a spider expert or anything but some people they attack and tear apart immediately and some people they drag off and put up in their web cocoons to save mm -hmm. them so i don't know yeah how they yeah there was that but there was no rhyme or reason to some of their behaviors which kind of also made it a little bit silly and I guess they did mention something about making them more hungry all the time so that they grow. And so like basically they're ravenous all the time and that's why they're so aggressive. But I mean, when they're pacing back and forth in front of the lodge and everything, I don't know, it, it was just their behaviors didn't make a lot of sense a lot of the time. I think it was, okay, well, we're gonna make the spiders do this instead of, well, this is what 
naturally this spider would do. So yeah, it was it was odd. <laughs> well, because naturally what a spider would do would probably be super boring and not that dangerous. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just hang out in a tree and wait for something to come by. They're not gonna go hunting necessarily. Oh yeah, and I don't think they would uh, go after humans as opposed to just like, well, you could see there was like elk and there was rabbits and other like critters and stuff like that up in their webs. I would think that they would go for those types of things first because like humans are going to be number one, they have like clothes and stuff like that on and they didn't see them that much until they started showing up down at the lodge. But then number two, they they seem like they'd be a lot of extra work. You know, they have other things like uh, skis and snowmobiles and they actually run into houses, <laughs> they close the door. <laughs> so it seems like it'd be a lot easier just to stick with rabbits and foxes and whatever other critters are up there. Yeah. So this uh, Utah sort of ski lodge place, we have a school bus coming to it full of students. Now it's, it's like a, these might be college students, but they're driving very much on an orange school school bus like you would see at junior high or high school. So. Oh, yeah. Did you see, did you think it felt kind of dated? Like, I felt like it was a 90s movie almost um, with some of the, like the school bus was a really old school bus. Their clothing, some of the, some of the stuff they did was just... I don't know, like the whole look of it almost had like a 90s um, feel to it, or even maybe early thousands. The quality of it was just, yeah, old, <laughs> very old. Well, certainly the way these kids talk, they talk like Ninja Turtles. Like, Oh my God, we're gonna, it was so over the top. We're going to shred, bro, and it's bodacious and all, like, come on, man. Oh, yeah, it was bad. And sort of the head of these kids, who's a literal Chad, Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> like they were right on with that one. Chad, I put rich boy, daddy's money <laughs> right next to him. He was he was um, a character. <laughs> so again, I don't know if they're supposed to be like he's training for the Olympics supposedly. So I, you would think college, whether it's a high school school bus or not, but right. even if we're saying he's a college kid. The second I saw him, I went, oh, this man is conservatively 28 years old. Yeah. And so I looked it up, and at time of filming, he was 28 years old. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I got a good eye for that. See, I'm terrible at that. I'm, I can't tell people's ages very well. So for me, it was, like, really difficult to be able to tell, <laughs> like, how old everyone was and, like, whether it fit or not. But, yeah. That's usually how it works, I think. There's not a lot of, like, it's like 28-year-olds playing, like 20 and 21-year-olds, which is odd. I mean, he's definitely too old to be on this school bus. I, I, that's all I know. Yeah. You'd think they'd have, like, some kind of uh, other type of, especially being, like, he's supposed to be rich and they, like, his daddy's putting a lot of money into the program that it's kind of implied that's why he's kind of, like, their big important guy. Like, yes, he's he's good but he's also like daddy's making sure you know no matter what he's getting the best of the best so it's kind of odd that he's on and it was like it even had some like patch you know like a, a part on it that wasn't even yellow like it had been replaced or something or wrecked and i was like yeah okay <laughs> sure yeah all right and at the lodge we meet the the ski instructor who works at the lodge a fella named dash Dash Dashiel is what they say. <laughs> like, who comes up with these names? Although maybe Dash, I get it now, I guess. Maybe Dash is like a nickname. 
Yeah. Okay. No, so I totally fast. just got that. He's so <laughs> And his last name starts with but. <laughs> and we learn he was supposed to be in the Olympics for skiing and had a skiing accident and shattered his leg. So he never got to do it. And he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder about it. He definitely seems like he feels like he's too, like he's stuck being this ski instructor at this low rent ski resort. But he does, mm-hmm. he kind of feels like he's better than this. Like he doesn't have a lot of patience. Oh, yeah. For the people he's instructing oh yeah like he kind of went back and forth from he like told chad like you shouldn't be drip skiing or whatever when he jumped off of that jump so in that moment it's like he kind of like got that hey i've kind of learned my lesson i'm not as wild as i used to be but then at the same time he he did get that vibe like several of his comments were very condescending and implied that he felt like he was a lot better than what he was doing. He didn't like that people weren't taking him seriously because it's like a resort and he's the instructor. So he's like legit trying to train people to ski and they're just there to like mess around, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, they just want to have fun and he's kind of like, no, you know, that's not how you do it. You want to go to the Olympics? Like, if they don't, <laughs> they just want to have fun, man. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. It was, he's like um, way, way, he was taking his job way too seriously. Like, if that was me, I would be, like, messing around all the time. <laughs> like, hey, heck yeah, if you get free reign, like, why not? But he's very focused. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a pretty good gig to have, so you might want to just bring it down a yeah. notch and enjoy yourself. Really? I'm like, seriously, y'all? <laughs> Ungrateful. Like, wouldn't we all just love to have, like, a fun job like that where we just did whatever we wanted and had room and board and food and all that stuff? And basically, yeah, you got paid to ski and have fun all day. Woo! Tough. His life is tough. <laughs> we meet, yeah, Dr. April Summers, who is a researcher at this nearby government lab that's, like, right down the road. Um, yeah. She comes, she seems to just come and hang out at the ski lodge a lot yeah. for no reason. Yeah. But she's got to go back up to the lab. She mentions that her mom also works at the lab. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why they said anything about that. Unless that was just kind of her excuse because that package was like uh, top secret information or whatever. But yeah, it was really odd because then they didn't flesh that out. And I think that was part of my issue with, with the whole thing is like, Somehow we just like didn't really even get to know the characters well enough to even like care, (laughs) you know, like what was going on with them because it just there was no character development, I guess you could say. Definitely. And she, and yeah, what her role is because later on she sort of says, like, oh, this is my group in this lab that got killed by these spiders. And so she's mad about it. But earlier, when we first see her in the movie, it makes it, it sounds like it's just her that her mom works there and she's going to go visit her mom. Yeah. But yeah, it's... we never meet her mom. It comes to nothing. You would think when she gets to this lab and finds everyone dead, her number one priority would be, I have to find my mom. Her mom is never mentioned again. Ever. <laughs> Ever. And I mean, you, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like they didn't flesh out characters at all. There's a lot of like super random commentary that's completely unnecessary. But then there are things that I think they left out that made it really confusing we're like wait a minute like a lot of it just didn't make sense like at all dash and chad get into it a little bit because chad's the the young hothead and dash is the old hothead you know and it's a very you know well i'm going to the olympics and it's too bad that you burnt out or whatever and you're stuck here 
instructing people at this lodge, but I'm going and I'm. So they it was up. a cock fight. <laughs> yeah. It was a cock fight. Yeah, it was very much, very much a dick swinging contest. <laughs> they go and have a race, which he kind of lets Dash kind of lets Chad win because Chad's more willing to do sort of dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. Dash still maybe has a little PTSD from it because he like jumps off a rock thing, and when Dash gets to it, he's like whoa, whoa, whoa and puts on the brakes and won't do it. Yeah, yeah, and that's what, I, yeah, that's what I um, was saying like just a second ago, where it's like you know there, it's like he kind of had his head on his shoulders, like he had learned a little bit, which kind of was an imbalance compared to where he was just like five minutes before that. But yeah, it, it, he stopped. And I kind of wonder if it was a fear, like you said, like trauma thing, or whether it was just, you know, authoritarian kind of thing. He's the authority. He's supposed to be older and have a better head on his shoulder or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Could be either or, and we'll never find out. So it doesn't, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter much. I mean, once again, there was very little, and I know, like, obviously I'm autistic here, so, like, I miss, like, subtle cues and things, like, social cues, but, like, I was so lost sometimes in that movie. I'm like, wait, like, what? <laughs> okay, sure. We meet Frank, who is, I guess he runs the ski lodge, but it sounds like he also was Dash's trainer back in the day yeah his coach yeah yeah they kept calling him coach but then he also yeah he was like the dude that ran the resort which kind of seems odd because like what as a skiing coach what qualifies like does he have a business degree too (laughs) like he's just a jack of all trades (laughs) because like yes it's a skiing lodge but you also there's a lot of a lot of paperwork and other stuff involved with like running a lodge it's a business that's true um and he's played by this is a, an odd and interesting piece of casting he's played by a guy named stephen j cannell who's been mm-hmm. in some stuff here and there but he's primarily mm-hmm. known as the creator of a bunch of classic tv shows and i'm going to read off a list of the shows this man created oh my gosh so here I we go know. i didn't know this I don't know who he owed a favor to to be in this thing, but <laughs> he had to have better things to do. He created. I'm going to start with the least impressive ones and go to the most impressive ones. Oh, he, my gosh. Okay. He, he created Renegade, Hunter, Silk Stockings, Hardcastle and McCormick, Wise Guy, Beretta, Greatest American Hero, The Rockford Files, The A-Team, and 21 Jump Street. What? Yes. Nuh-uh. And he was in this crapper? Like, see. Like, he, he cannot need money. How did he cringe through? Maybe it's just like a fun thing. He's like, ah, oh, hell, I'll just go be in this stinker because I have nothing better to do and I don't need the money. <laughs> so maybe he's just bored. <laughs> yeah, because he's been in, yeah, he's appeared in things here and there, but for the most part, uh, maybe he just, maybe he was just on vacation at that ski lodge when they pulled up and were like, hey, you're Stephen J. Cannell. You want to be in this movie? I guess. Give it a little bit of like credibility. My wife's off with her ski instructor, so I got nothing to do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, it was really random. And that guy, he was one I did recognize, but I didn't realize that he was, you know, yeah, he was responsible for all of that stuff. So yeah. 
yeah, and he gets it can't be. It, I mean, but I guess I don't know his life. Who knows what he's up to? But it, <laughs> I would think it can't be that he needs money because even just with, I'm sure the check he got when they made that 18 movie and those two 21 Jump Street movies, I'm sure he got oh yeah a nice fat check for even just having oh, his yeah. name on it as the creator. So who knows? Oh, man. definitely. And just with the kind of like star power that he has over the years, I mean, he's like been around for a while so like just his name and like his um references and all of the things that he's got is like okay you know he probably gets a lot of um special treatment and free shit and all that other kind of stuff that stars always get the people that least need free shit get free shit so that's true dr april summers gets to the lab there are soldiers outside playing basketball. Mm -hmm. They are presumably supposed to be keeping people from getting in. And yeah. also presumably keeping spiders from getting out. They have mentioned they stopped. <laughs> they've mentioned a number of times already in this movie, and they will continue to, that it is sub-zero temperatures. The hunter at the beginning is like, God, I got to get this yes! started. I'm freezing Whoa. my balls off. And these soldiers, I guess they're badass because they're playing basketball in, like, no-sleeve T-shirts and, like, no one has a coat on. Not one Exactly! Person. They didn't even have shirts on! Most of them were shirtless. And then even when they were like, oh, we gotta go, um, they put on, like, these vest things that were sleeveless. I mean, so they're still, like, shirtless with, like, these military vests on. And I'm like, okay, wait. Like, there was a big continuity issue with that where, like, some people were like in full on snow suits and then you've got the dudes over here that are just actually half naked and like not even phased you don't see anyone's breath <laughs> like nothing like that no you never see anyone's breath it could be that they were just trying to make them look badass it could be that you're filming because there are some parts of when we see like the landscape and stuff there are mm -hmm. there's definitely snow on the ground oh yeah but it's very sunny it looks like it's pretty nice out, and the snow is probably melting. So yeah. Maybe there are places where it's very cold, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it was really, there were things like that. That's the kind of stuff that really bugs me in movies, because it's like, no, wait a minute. I mean, that's so obvious. Like, how do you, like, do these people not real life? You know, <laughs> like, do they not human? Because, like, those kind of like, duh, what, what's going on here? You should probably make them look, like, more appropriate for the area, just like everyone else. Like, I don't know. It, it bugs me. <laughs> that was one of the first things I noticed about them. I was like, put a shirt on. <laughs> it's cold. I guess you can't play basketball in a parka, but there has to be a happy medium between that and just no sleeves like, at all. Yeah, get some long johns. Damn. <laughs> like, yeah, a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> Anything. So she gets into the lab, finds all of her lab people have been killed. One of them is webbed up, who she has a conversation with, who's like the spiders. Joseph. <laughs> the spiders yeah. have gone crazy because they ran out of food. First off, bad planning. Secondly, we, the, the climax of this movie hinges on the fact that they have barrels and barrels full of spider food at their disposal. Yes! <laughs> yes! I was going to bring that up. Like, wait. How do okay, they run out of food? If they got out because they're hungry and ran out of food, and then you like have to have the food at the very end to lure them or whatever, it's like, so where did all this freaking food come from? All this, oh my god, like yeah, like I feel like my kid who's not even grown yet. Like granted, she's like super creative, 
But I feel like, no, I mean, even a little kid could probably like pick up on a lot of these continuity issues. Like, wait a minute. Like the whole point of them breaking out was not having enough food. So Dash and a fella named Ranger Rick get sent out because Frank's like, hey, I had two hunters that went out and they haven't come back yet. They were supposed to be back. Can you go and look for them? Not really in Dash's job description. I don't know why Ranger yeah. Rick can't do this by himself. I guess maybe he doesn't know the areas, but the ranger should know the area better than the ski instructor. Whatever. Yeah, and where's their, like, ranger base? And why is there only one ranger in that area? Like, granted, I know even in real life, like, all of that kind of stuff is super underfunded. But, I mean, yeah, it's why in the heck did they choose him to go up instead of someone, like, Frank or whatever, the ski lodge owner, someone who had a lot more experience with maybe those types of situations as opposed to just skiing. <laughs> or a sheriff's deputy, somebody. Yeah. But not like Dash. The, anybody. The homeboy, like the, you know. And can we talk about his hair? Like, bro. granted, I, like, I, ne I try not to dog anyone out on their hair because, you know, I'm not since traditionally very like female presenting as far as like hair, makeup and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's just not my thing, but like, I think they tried to intentionally make his hair look tousled, you know, and like kind of cool, like the cool guy, messy look, but it ended up just looking, it was just odd. It was very odd to me. <laughs> yeah. It's a man pushing 50 with a college student haircut. Yes. Yes. It's like a guy, it was... it's like a guy who's in a shitty grunge band. <laughs> but like i feel like even even like the shitty grunge band guy would like <laughs> look a little bit more natural that was it was just really odd it's like they tried to make it look messy cute but it just it wasn't even messy it was just like he had weird like sprigs poking out everywhere <laughs> it just it looked like he just crawled out of bed and not in a good way He's got it on lockdown, though, because he will put on, like, a ski cap and take it off. Yeah. And, you know, he keeps taking his hat on and off, whether he's indoors or outdoors, and his hair has not moved. So no, it, it did not. It's gelled up real good. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever he's using, I need to know because, like, my hair moves. <laughs> like, if I put on a hat, I'm going to have hat head. But, yeah. So... At the lab, April sets off the alarm that alerts the soldiers outside that something's going on, which apparently no one during the spider attack thought to do or didn't have time to. The spiders were so swift in their assault. So the soldiers whose one job this is are finally like, well, shit, something's going on. We better get in there. Like, maybe you shouldn't have been playing basketball with no shirt on. Maybe you should have been in. Somebody, one of you maybe should have been inside. Right. On guard. Well, yeah. Like, well, and two, did you notice it was like a fire alarm? She pulled like a fire alarm. It wasn't even, I would think in that kind of high level lab, there would be a lot more technology, number one. And number two, they have like special measures that they had taken, you know, like an actual, hey, this is a red alert, you know, kind of alarm. Not like, hey, we have a fire, but hey, the freaking spiders have gotten out kind of thing. It yeah, was random. You need some specificity to the way you build this lab. If you're conducting research on some other thing, you you know, just for that. But it's spiders. Maybe when they break out, there should be some kind of lockdown protocol that closes all the vents so they can't leave. Yeah. And how the heck did they get that vent cover off is what I want to know. 
Because, like, those things are supposed to be, like, screwed on. And, uh, yeah, I don't, there's a lot of suspension of belief with this movie. You would think, like you said, too, there'd be, like, some kind of um, laser something so that even when they break out, there's going to be an alarm that goes off. Even just, like, something becomes compromised. You know, there would be some kind of, like, layer of security here. But, nope, nope. They just, like, broke out and no one even noticed and yeah it was it was really kind of (laughs) crappy and they've been on the loose outside long enough for these hunters to have been for people to have noticed that these hunters haven't come back and that they're missing so it's been the better part of a day at least if not multiple days so yeah yeah exactly noticed the spider escape prior to this so the soldiers run in yeah, they find a vent cover torn off and there's slime inside because spiders are known for being slimy. Slimy. I was really confused about all the slime that kept showing up. Like, I need to <laughs> Google this. Like, why are all the spiders like, maybe it's supposed to be their venom, but it was like that uh, Nickelodeon, like green slimy crap. It was, it was odd. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't webs. It wasn't like venom spray. It's literally like dripping slime as if like, that xenomorphs from aliens were in these vents. Like, yeah, they're just spiders. They're not slimy. If anything, they're hairy. Most of them. Yeah. Um, well, and none of them looked hairy at all, in my opinion. They all look pretty smooth. <laughs> like, do they actually know what real spiders look like? They do. You just can't draw them in MS Paint. Right. <laughs> hair's, hair's a tough one. Hair, water, and fire. That's your three sticking points for CGI. Well, those cost a lot of money because they move, so you have to, like, do frame-by-frame little movements, Mm -hmm. I guess. And we also meet Professor Marks, who is the, I guess, the head of this research, or at least the guy (laughs) who created this program or whatever, who, yeah, says... That guy was sketchy. (laughs) Sketchy. And he said, because we don't find out until much later what the purpose of this is, he has a speech about, they're like, well, we're going to go kill all these spiders. He's like, whoa, whoa, you can't kill my spiders. This program saves lives. And I'm going like, how? How? <laughs> You've made giant spiders. How is that like, saving lives, sir? Yeah, they haven't even made this supposed armor yet or anything. They're still supposedly just growing the spiders to collect the webs. So we don't know what it's if it's even going to be worth it in the long run or whether they just made these mutant spiders that ended up killing a bunch, like what they say, like 30 people or something. Yeah. No. He was sketchy. (laughs) They have just enough. They can't be bothered to learn any actual, like, science things. So Mm -mm. she says, like, I wrote it down, exact quote. She says, you know, who knows what they can do after all of this, all of the genetic tinkering and cellular graphs you've done. (laughs) Real, that's real hard science talk there. Genetic tinkering. Yeah. Well, and originally, I mean, they're supposed to have, like, found this prehistoric spider and, like, spliced it into seven, six, seven pieces or something like that, and then added, like, specific spider DNA. And there was nothing prehistoric to me about this spider. I mean, there was, like, a literal just Black Widow spider, and it the only thing that they did was, like, blew it up really big. <laughs> Yeah, and so again, I don't understand what her role is because you know she calls the love interest hurt. Well, yeah, ridiculous. They call mm-hmm. she calls her lab guys her lab guys. She has access in and out of this place freely, but she doesn't mm-hmm. seem to know what 
she knows that they're making these web things, but she was unaware that the spiders were large. Like that didn't happen overnight. That took weeks and weeks and months. So how did you miss that? Because she goes out to the car and like turns on a little computer thing to be like, what has he been up to when I wasn't looking? Because I just saw a giant spider. And she says, she's looking at it. She's like, oh, you accelerated the growth rate. Well, no shit. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) You needed the computer to tell you that? You just saw a giant spider eat people. Well, what's up with the paperwork? We never really found out like the point of the paperwork exactly, except that she knew something sketchy was going on because then she's all, you know, she got the package from the ski lodge and had all this confidential paperwork. And we kind of can see over her shoulder a little bit that there's a lot of scary looking stuff on it and a big spider diagram and like um, toxic or whatever. And so I'm assuming she's finding out that something has been done, but we never figure that out. And then when she gets in there, this stuff's supposed to be so secret. She didn't even want to show like the sketchy boss guy, but then she drops a piece of it going through the door and then he ends up seeing it. And we never learn like the relevance of it. No, random. They, they're playing it as if like, oh, some inside man at the lab snuck this paperwork out to her to like blow the whistle on what's happening. But she should mm. know because she goddamn works there. <laughs> she kept calling them like her lab technicians. They killed my lab technicians. This is my lab. And, and then he'd be like, it's my lab. She rolls up to the gate and the soldier's like, oh, hey, Dr. Summers, come on in. Like, yeah, she's at home here. She shouldn't just be learning this from other people. Like, what have you been doing? Are well, you- and she talks about how busy she is. She doesn't have time barely to go out on a date with Dash or anything like that. She just came to ski real quick. And then she's back up to the lodge or something. And so I'm like, yeah, like, what have you been doing? Where have you been? This isn't, like you said, an overnight thing. All of a sudden, these spiders are just, like, ginormous. (laughs) It was, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that just didn't make sense at all. Yeah, I think her degree is in Minesweeper, because that must be all she's doing at work, is just (laughs) playing solitaire, because you're obviously (laughs) not paying attention to what's going on around you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she runs their social media or something and then just, I I don't know. Yeah, like I could not figure out at all like how she was so (laughs) baffled. And when she, (laughs) what kind of made me laugh is, like I said, it was kind of campy or whatever, like over the top. What kind of made me laugh was when she first went into the lab and she (laughs) saw like a leg from around the corner and then she kind of slowly comes around the corner and sees that it's like her lab technicians all um like eaten and in pieces and just the reaction she has is so over the top that that i love that stuff that's why i kind of enjoyed it a couple you know on certain parts because the overacting was so ridiculous. She's like, oh, <laughs> you know, and like super freaking out. And I'm like, if you're a scientist and you're used to dealing with like a lot of like molecular stuff, <laughs> you'd think she would have a like a little bit stronger stomach or be less shocked by things. But she was like super shocked and freaking out about everything. And then like running around, like not knowing where to go. Yeah, they did not. There was obviously no women that had any help writing this or any kind of contribution whatsoever because she was like she had she was no personality basically (laughs) she was just a prop and it was messed up kind of yeah her sole purpose is kind of to explain the plot to dash and then therefore to us as far as the background of this experiment 
and also to just be a yeah be someone for dash to end up with at the end because there's a lot of yeah like, he's like yeah when she's at the lodge and he's oh you should let me take you out to dinner i can show you my scars from my horrible accident like good pickup line dude <laughs> what are you... well and, and really like i mean there's not except for to kill like i said you, you don't really even get invested in the characters because there's they don't flesh them out at all um and like her she was just so badly written that i mean it wasn't the actress's fault i don't think so much as like the direction and the way it was written to begin with she is. She's basically, well, it definitely wouldn't pass, what is it, the Bechdel test? The Bechdel test, where you have to have, like, women, right. women-friendly films. You know, she was just basically there because they needed a happy ending. And so that was kind of the plot. Like, ooh, Dash runs off with the girl, and everything's wonderful. We, we win. <laughs> Random. Yeah, I found myself rooting for the spiders to be honest because <laughs> none, <laughs> none of these characters are interesting and then no kind of the only one maybe who are vaguely interesting you don't like and they're people who should be eating my spiders so <laughs> right yeah i was totally rooting for the spiders there in the end and and really i mean i don't know yeah that kind of would have been a better ending especially those because it's supposed to be a horror movie or whatever, and it was not scary at all, and it was like rated R or something, it wasn't it? And yeah, it was. It was a the gore was, a was really movie. So beyond the oh gore, yeah, there wasn't really any like swearing or whatever in it. So it was no TV, no TV appropriate, but yeah, definitely not scary whatsoever. Um, no, it was laughable. It was like you could show this to like. A kindergartner <laughs> well maybe not that but like you know a middle school kid and they're not i mean they're not gonna <laughs> it was comical it's comedy so dash and rick are out in the woods they find what's left of the hunters and ranger rick gets got he gets grabbed by a spider web by his leg and dragged off dash is trying to help him but he's holding him by the gloves so the gloves just come right off and he gets his face eaten and totally, can we talk about how, like, I was glad that that the that they tried at least a little bit to make it not, like, all white people in the movie. I mean, it was basically mostly white people in the movie, but, like, Ranger Rick was um, a black guy, and he lasted, like, maybe not even, like, five minutes. We see him and get to, you know, know he's a ranger, but then by the time they get over there, he has, he has like, maybe five minutes of screen time. <laughs> and that he gets eaten apparently he's like a ranger who's good enough to be in this like mountainous region that's going to be really tough to survive in but he has no ranger skills at all <laughs> none no he's so bad as his, at his job you have to send the ski instructor with him <laughs> as like his guide and when they yeah, find and the... The, when they find the hunter's body dash is like oh we better get the csi team out here or whatever and yeah like the dude was totally clueless he didn't know what to do dash was the one that found the the corpses and and then when they find the webs hanging he's like what is that if you're a ranger and that's like what you do surely you i mean i knew it was spider webs and like their victims all spun up in the web he's supposed to be a park ranger i don't know it was so nonsensical poor guy 
So Rick Rick runs away, jumps on the snowmobiles they were on, runs one of the spiders over, and we have to keep track because we know there's seven of six of them, seven of them? Six, seven, I don't know. They kept saying I mean there seemed like there was just endless amounts of them because like you'd see one get killed, but then there were still it always seemed like there was six <laughs> spiders or something like that. I think there's six or seven. But it, yeah, that's another thing I was kind of confused about. Well, and they also travel apparently very quickly because they'll be out on the ski slope and 30 seconds later they're at the lodge and 30 seconds later they're out in the woods chasing somebody. Like, they seem to get around very, very quickly. Well, and they're, like, chasing school buses and, like, snowmobiles. And can we talk about how these hunters who are out here in the mountains get, like, killed? And, I mean, they had weapons. They get killed like that. But Dash was able to plow that one over with the snowmobile like like it was nothing. <laughs> so there was a lot of, okay, we know he's the lead and he's not going to die. So he basically has like super snowmobile powers <laughs> or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he hits the spider with the snowmobile and it explodes into as if it were made of, as if it were made of Legos. Like yeah. just like yeah. the legs come off and fly in different Oh my directions. god. It was so over the top. Like I could see maybe a leg or something come off, you know, just because he hit it with like the ski part of the snowmobile. But like, yeah, dude just like blew up and legs everywhere. <laughs> it, was, it was odd. And he takes the snowmobile back to the truck and jumps in the truck. And the spider is on the roof and he slams in the brakes so the spider flies into the road. But then he doesn't, like, run that spider. You just, you know you can kill it. You ran a spider over with a snowmobile and killed one. Why don't you run this one over with your truck? Instead he's like, no, and just goes the other way. See, and I thought that's what he was going to do originally. But then he just, like, flips a Yui and (laughs) keeps going, like... And the spiders can somehow keep up with them. They can keep up with people on skis. They can uh, somehow get up on those, um, what are they called? The ski lifts. <laughs> and they're up there and no one notices it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, and because of the limits of the computer effects, we, we always see spiders horizontal on the ground. Or, like, we yeah. never see spiders crawling on any on walls. We never see spiders mm-hmm. hanging from webs. They're always just walking on the ground. Oh, yeah. Well, even the one that, like, dropped down on, um, I think it was Bob, the one was, that got dropped down on, you know, the spider was above him or something. You don't actually see him, like, from an outside angle. You get, like, Bob's angle. Yeah. So all you see is, like, the spider. And, I mean... From that angle, it was very comical. Like, I think it was less CGI and probably more puppetry or something like that. Because I did see, like, in the credits, they credited someone for being a spider. (laughs) So I'm assuming there was some sort of costuming something. I don't know. It was probably a person in a green screen suit just crawling on the ground so that the actors had something to look at. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, like they did in... um, Lord of the Rings with Gollum and Smeagol or whatever. It's that one really good guy that does a lot of those kind of characters. (laughs) It was, well, and then I'm, like I said, with puppetry, when they did have that one spider, all of a sudden it was huge. Like they caught it in that truck and it had like slits in the, in the cage. And so he could stick his legs out kind of there at the end. You know what I'm talking about? And they were like these big hairies. I mean, it was like comically like, that spider did not look like that at all when it was the CGI spider. You could tell that it was 
it, it was like a prop spider legs and they were very hairy and over the top. <laughs> so Chad's coach is up on the ski lift and he sees the green spider and one of the other ones is up at like the top of the wires of the ski lift and jumps off of his ski lift chair <laughs> and falls like onto a rock and shatters his leg and the bone is sticking out. And this spider, so gross. This spider gets a two for one because it jumps down to eat the coach and some other rando just comes skiing by and is like, oh shit, giant spider and falls down right in front of it and it eats him too. Exactly. And he was like literally the only dude in the ski lift. Like this place, you could tell they didn't hire a lot of extras or anything like that because I mean, there were some here and there. And I, I think since it was end of the season, they implied that there weren't a lot anyway. But you'd think you'd at least see a couple of people on the ski lifts or something, especially with as many people that were, like, coming down. Like, they had to get, I don't know. <laughs> they had to get up there somehow. So now the spiders are on the move. They're sort of attacking people outside the lodge. They kill a bunch of people. It's all pretty funny looking because, like, there'll be people skiing and then all of a sudden just, yoink, a spider will just land on them and they'll fall <laughs> down. It's like they just filmed people wiping out skiing and then add, drew the spider in on top of it. Yes. But so April is there. She's helping sort of barricade the doors and get everybody inside. And she grabs some ski poles. This is the funniest goddamn thing. <laughs> She grabs these ski poles and runs out to attack a spider, but because there's nothing there and they're giving her no instruction as far as like, okay, the spider's right here. See that mark or the tennis ball? <laughs> Aim at that. She's just poking this stick at nothing. and they drew it, the it was so bad. So they, bad. They drew the spider in in the general area of where she's swinging but it's as if she is a blind person fighting with her cane like she is just yeah like swinging at they seriously nowhere near the right area I, that's why i kind of wondered if they did use anyone in a green suit i mean you would assume most of the time with that kind of stuff they are to get or at least have a, a like mark a spot you know, like they do on stage when you're acting. Well, I don't know how much like stage acting you've done, but I mean, I have, you know, and it's like they have, they mark your spots. You were, you practice, like this is where you stop. This is where you turn. Like they couldn't do that <laughs> apparently. And so, yeah, she had no idea what she was trying to stab. And so it was very wild and ridiculous looking. Yeah. She had no eyeline to work with. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So Marks and the soldiers cut the phone lines from the lodge because they don't want word of this getting out. So they can't even call for help. Chad and, well, all of the, the, I guess, college kids are like huddled in this little hut hiding. And Frank comes across them and is like, here, I'll help you. You know, we're going to get, we're going to get on that bus and we're going to get out of here. So they make a dash for it. Make a run for it. <laughs> Get on the school bus. Chad decides he's going to drive it. Bad idea. That was so random. Immediately crashes <laughs> into a snowbank. And then a spider's on top of it and has webbed this bus completely so they can't yeah. even like get out of it it can't get in but they can't get out exactly well and can we talk about how okay the wreck itself they kind of implied that they like flipped you know like the bus flipped or something like that but then the next thing you see is they're all laying on the floor of the bus and the bus is kind of like it's upright and the right way everything but they're none of them are hurt there's no blood except for that one guy like he's like you know like really really hurt apparently and he's knocked out and he's having a seizure which was like not 
Like they obviously didn't do any kind of like looking at what a seizure actually looks like. It was very badly done. I mean, this dude's like dying and everyone else is just like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> like Brushing themselves off like it was no big deal. Not a big deal at all. Yeah, they spin the camera inside the bus as if to <laughs> show us that the bus is like rolling over. But there's zero damage to this <laughs> bus when we see it next. And exactly. And everyone you... just gets up on the floor. <laughs> Can you imagine? Or off the floor. You escaped the spider death trap at the ski lodge, only to die because your idiot friend can't drive a bus properly. Because this one right. guy, like, who hit his nose or something, he has some blood on his nose, and that's all we can see. But he's mm -hmm. dying. He's dying, and we have to get him back off of this bus to help. But we can't because we're all webbed up. Well, and he, I mean, like I said, the, how it was so random, like, none of them had any visible injuries. Uh, their clothes weren't even ruffled. Their hair wasn't even ruffled. Like that chick with ringlets <laughs> had ringlets, like perfect ringlets the entire movie. And she would take her hair or her hat off and on too. But I mean, she was in a bus wreck where it like flipped multiple times and her hair is still pristine. And you'd think if that dude's like dying for whatever reason he was dying, that you would see, you know, some kind of like exterior signs of that. But like, no. There was nothing. <laughs> Back in the barricaded lodge, April kind of explains the backstory to Dash that they found in Afghanistan. They found sort of like finding the mosquito in Jurassic Park. They found the remains of right. some prehistoric spider. But then why does it, maybe that's what the spider at the end, the super big hairy one whose legs we see, maybe that's what that is. But then how, mm -hmm. but you're also doing Black Widow and you're splicing in those others, so it doesn't really matter. The notion that yeah. we found this prehistoric spider DNA and we use that, you don't really need that because you're already saying we have Black Widow and a spitter and an orb weaver and all these other ones and we just made them bigger. So you don't, yeah. that detail of this prehistoric spider is not necessary at all. Yeah, well, and yeah, you would think they would have like more um, like prehistoric type features like i said they would manifest a little bit more prehistoric but then did we ever find out what happened to the black widow <laughs> did she all of a sudden decide because they said you know she stayed behind and hid in the lab because she's a black widow and she's like more reclusive and wants to stay in the dark so she was up in the ceiling and all that but did she i mean i guess somehow she ended up coming out and what i don't know what ever happened to her <laughs> Yeah, I can't keep track of how, because there's the green one, Dash kills with the fire axe, or no, the we'll get to that. <laughs> there's one he ran over with the snowmobile, one that, maybe the Black Widow's the one that they the soldiers shot in the lab, because they kill one in the lab. Yeah. And she's the one that's behind. Yeah, they shoot one up, I believe. Well, because, you know, he jumped, maybe. like, she jumped onto that one guy and he died. But they were like the the head army guy, whatever. I don't even know if I remember what his name was um, or if he if we even. Yeah, I don't think we were even told probably. Yes. But he's like, don't worry, you know, don't even bother. He's he's dead already. Like because I mean, she automatically, I guess, injected him with venom or something. There was a lot of I had so many questions when this movie was over. I really want to ask the writer <laughs> and the director like. What direction were you going with this? Because I'm so lost. Yeah, it, it's a merciful hour and 26 minutes. 
and it's weird <laughs> it's weird to say this but we actually could have used like another 15 minutes so they could explain some things better yeah. but i'm happy that it, it was wasn't 15 minutes longer it's fine it was so abrupt how it ended i was like right is that the end okay there was no like and it wasn't very climactic either <laughs> it was just like okay we're done so they've yeah so they've barricaded up everything at the lodge except the fireplace they didn't think to do which i mean i guess it's so sub-zero outside we had to keep the fire going but they don't even have the fire lit so it can't be that cold because the spider right. the green spider just comes right down the fireplace well the guy's about to light the fire and the green spider grabs him kills him kills his wife it's the guys that dash was instructing at the beginning dash tries killing it with a fire axe it's funny because he's he's hitting it he's hitting it with the fire axe and then it's suddenly over to his right it was like so from, weird from where he's hitting then he looks over and it has suddenly like teleported to the other side of the room somehow. He didn't know. These are superpower spiders. They're like magical spiders because of some of the things that they did were just ridiculously beyond belief. But yeah, it made no sense. Like you could tell when they were supposed to be killed and when they weren't because they could go through the same amount of damage in one moment and be perfectly fine. And then the next minute they were just like, Bleh, and they were dead. <laughs> Yeah, because he hits it with this axe five or six yeah. times, and it's fine. April tries to get it with a fire extinguisher, and that doesn't do anything. But what finally kills it is he grabs a deer head off the wall and stabs it with the antlers, which seems <laughs> would, like it would be less effective than the fire axe, but apparently not, because that, that gets the job done, and the green spider is dead. They had, to, they had to make it extra complicated. And then he made some weird... He said something weird afterwards that I thought, like, didn't even make sense. He said something about, well, this is your trophy, or now you have... I don't know. It was weird. You know what it is? I can't remember. I should have written it down. I didn't write it down, but I remember what it was, because it's so cringy and stupid. Oh, my gosh. Please tell me. Explain this to me. He kills the spider with the Mm -hmm. antlers from from the deer head, and April says something to him, and his reply to her is... Hey, Doc. Nice rack. Oh, okay. Oh, I got it. But how, what did that have to do with, like, she wasn't even Nothing. the one holding the deer. Nothing. Like, he's the one that had a nice rack. Yep. I mean, but I guess because there was supposed to be some kind of sexual tension and he wanted to be a pervert, he had to make a rack joke, even though it didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, I think he's been... Alrighty then. <laughs> he's been waiting all weekend to say that to her and finally had the perfect... Op- the As close as he could get to the perfect opportunity to bust that out on her. <laughs> so Yeah, he just wanted to talk about her boobs. <laughs> yeah. Dash gets a brilliant idea that he's going to... Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have them... We need to get all the spiders together in one place where we can target them easier. And I know the perfect place, the snowboard half pipe. So I'm going to, he asks April, like, what, what are they, what are these spiders into? And she's like, heat, motion, and light. And he's like, I got it. He's going to ski really fast to the <laughs> snowboard half pipe while carrying a flare. <laughs> it's like the tiny flare. <laughs> heat and light. Yeah, a tiny little flare. And they're going to give up the smorgasbord that they have at their disposal to chase this one fast guy with a flare. It works. They it, <laughs> and then, yeah, let's the yeah the, the climax goes really fast, so we'll go through it fast. He gets them. He gets them to this bowl-shaped whatever half-pipe bottom of it area. Mm-hmm. The last two, I guess, we're down to two spiders now or three. There was three. I think they had caught the one 
that was at the school bus with Frank. They put him in like a like a little well, it's like a net thrower, you know, like they threw a net at it and it got caught in the net. Um, but then I think there was three left somehow. That's what I say. Like there was just endless spiders. There was only supposed to be like six, but somehow we always had a couple more. Um, but yeah, there was three I think in the in the end right there. Yeah, we forgot to mention that the soldiers come along and rescue everybody from the crashed bus. Oh yeah. So, but here's where, yeah, now we're back to the, the spider food thing. Because they're like, okay, they're going to chase me there. And when they get there, we're going to have all this spider, these barrels of spider food. And by spider food, I mean Nickelodeon gack. Because it's just, yes. spiders eat green Ew. slime. And it had, like, chunks in it. Did you notice that? I was really, like, I know, like, I used to love Walking Dead, you know. So I'm used to gore and really gross stuff. But, like, that was really disgusting me because it was, like, this chunky, like you said, like Nickelodeon, comically green, like neon green stuff with these chunks that would come out of this. They're, like, the industrial barrels. Yeah, so that's the food that they were totally <laughs> out of. And spiders eat, I guess, green slime with chunks and stuff in it. So they pour that yeah. all over the ground. The spiders come in. Now we have the last part of his plan, which is to get this one dude bro little kid friend of his to ski in, in secret and get the, because they have an avalanche cannon. Yes. That, so I was they, confused they by that. It's a thing at ski resorts because we don't want an avalanche to happen by accident. So occasionally. Oh, that's right. So we'll, they, yeah, they do that. We'll cause one on purpose with this cannon when it's safe to do mm -hmm. so, so that it doesn't build up to have one by accident. So he is, I guess, on skis carried this thing to the half pipe or it's always sitting in half <laughs> who who fucking knows but the yeah. soldiers are there they're going at it with marks because marks is like you can't kill these spiders i won't let you marks winds up getting eaten by eaten by his own spiders which is the sort of justice awesome. you expect and yeah and then so this kid fires this avalanche cannon into the barrels which I also, either the spider food is explosive or they also have explosive barrels, like a video game. I don't know, the bright red barrels that you hit. But then it boom, and blows up the spiders and everybody narrowly gets out of the way. And he says, okay, you knew this was happening. You sent this kid to do this, but he like kind of forgets about it for a second because like Marks gets taken care of and Dash is standing there talking to April and talking to the soldiers. And then the kids from the bus walk up for some reason. How did you know they were going to be there? Why are you going towards danger? Yeah, like everybody shows up for the end of the movie, even though they're all previously like barricaded inside the lodge and told like to stay there. It's not safe because every time anyone tried to leave, there was a spider pacing around out there trying to eat them. But all of a sudden, yeah, like April shows up and then those like dorky kids show. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, Chad, who has sadly not been eaten by a spider, and all the other ski kids show up, and it's like, what? He he led, he led the spiders away so that you would be safe. Why are you following him to where the spiders are? <laughs> you moron. What are you doing? But he, yeah. so Dash is standing there talking to everybody, like, huh, it's cool how we caught all these spiders. Well, Mark's just got eaten. And then he suddenly remembers, like, oh shit, this kid's gonna fire a cannon at us. And he goes, incoming! And makes, like, reminds everyone <laughs> at the last second to get out of the way, because this kid's gonna shoot whether we're in the way or not, apparently. Oh my god, he was so over the top, too. Like a surfer dude. He's like, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and I think he was supposed to have, like, an Australian accent, but it would come and go. <laughs> Are we gonna shred this weekend, bro? Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's 2007, man. What are you doing? 
well, and when did Dash, like, I've got to bring this up because I like wrote it down specifically because it boggled my mind. Somehow after like the shit hits the fan, we find out that Dash did like, he was a Marine too. At some point, in between being like a former famous skier in the 90s, he also did, and I mean, it was like 12 years or something like that. I was, I did 12 years in the Marines. When? <laughs> when exactly? And you didn't get hurt in the Marines, but you got hurt as a... I don't know. It was random. Apparently, he has a lot more time and dedication than the rest of us. Yeah, and you couldn't... I don't understand that timeline at all, because I don't think after you have ruined your leg in a ski accident, they're going to let you into the Marines. Like, you have to, like hike with a pack on your back like you can't we can't run up yeah. you and your rebuilt titanium leg yeah so. like they're really picky about it i think i think even if you have like flat feet or something like yeah. that i mean they you have all kinds of like physical tests that there's no way if he can't even see he's not getting into the marines <laughs> not at all which means the marines happened before he tried to go and become an Olympic skier. Exactly. But so, so, like, you turned 18, you were in the Marines for 12 years, and then at 30, you decided, I'm going to become an Olympic skier? Yeah, and, like, how old is the dude now? Like, how old is he now? Because they were talking about the 90s, like, it was so long ago. And then, but then he's, like, I don't know. I need his face cream. I can't. Or his makeup artist, I mean, he's pushing, because he he's looks pretty back. good. Yeah. Now there's some sort of cowboy cover-up. A guy pulls up in like a bear cat with a cowboy hat on and gets out and is like, "All right, everybody, go about your business." It's terrible how we had this toxic waste spill, and Dash is like, uh, "What are you even talking about?" So this guy is some kind of high-up government guy who dresses like. But he's like cowboy, like he was dressed like a cowboy, and he just shows up randomly and like. I'm not even sure. Did they even say what his name was or anything? Absolutely I'm like, not. who's this dude? <laughs> like, He just randomly shows up, like you said. And he's like all dressed like cowboy hat, the whole nine. And yeah, he just basically like carts the remaining one spider away. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. All right. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's supposed to, I can't imagine it's supposed to be like a sequel setup or something or if it's just like oh you know the, the shadowy government types who are behind the scenes pulling the strings but it's it's not yeah it's not needed whatsoever you'd think if it was like the government or something they would have had him in uniform. I mean I know like he was supposed to be but it's like what was the point of the cowboy like get up if you know this is a military thing and we're we're because he even made some comment about like you said it was something along the lines kind of alluding to the fact that the government was covering up or taking care of it. It always gets taken care of. And even that, like, hallucinogenics or something were spilled, um, and that was or that was going to be the excuse they used because all these people saw the spider. <laughs> and so, obviously, he's in on it somehow, but there was it was very abrupt, and it was very short, and he's, like, totally random. There's no context at all. No, he pulls up looking like Wilford Brimley dressed as the <laughs> sheriff of bumfuck Texas. And, and yeah, he's like, there was a toxic spill and there's hallucinations. That's why everybody saw spiders. That doesn't explain the 30 corpses we have strewn about the place, but whatever. I guess, I guess they tore themselves apart in a hallucinogenic fury. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, people were like, like these spiders somehow had jaws of steel because they just like, 
barely touch these people and they're like ripped in half they were ripping limbs off of them for some reason and i mean totally not normal types of spider behavior because usually it's like they take them live to their web spin them up and then you know i I don't know like suck them dry or something like that so it was weird not spider behavior number one and uh, yeah it was it was just bad (laughs) yeah they act more like velociraptors than spiders um also bad well (laughs) they said too ice spider not spiders i was expecting spiders made of ice or yeah like the only thing that was weird and never explained like they kept talking about was oh they're resistant to the cold now you know which we don't ever figure out why and how because they look exactly like they should as a normal spider but like smaller so you'd think they would have had some kind of physical trait that they would have had that would help them become more resistant. I I don't know. There was so much suspension of belief. And can we talk about how Bob, like what's going to happen to poor Bob and Rocky's wives that, that were going to be furious if they didn't get home for church. Like they're going to know that they were torn in pieces. (laughs) Like They're going to know it wasn't a chemical spill or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? It was a shit show. In fact, they, it was a. They go as far as Marx even says, "Hey, I didn't, I didn't genetically change them to be resistant to, to the cold, so there's no way they should even be outside." And then they don't explain how that, what they just evolved it themselves, like. Yeah, like it's just they're just conveniently like okay with ice and snow now. They have like their whole webs in in the pine trees, no big deal. Yeah, I mean he was even like baffled. He's like they can't be far. They they don't like the cold. They're not gonna go far. And then he's like super duper shocked when they do. And then that's it. That's it. That's all we hear about like the resistance with the cold and all that kind of stuff. There's there's never any kind of they never wrapped that up <laughs> for whatever reason. No, and so the government cover-up has happened. These people have just watched 30 people be dismembered and torn apart. Their lives have been in danger, <laughs> and they are instantly <laughs> laughing and talking, oh, back to skiing, we're going to go on a date, right? Yep, ha, 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 and off they walk into the credits, as if <laughs> as if they just left a bar mitzvah. Like, what do you, as if nothing has happened bad to them today. You know, like, who's going to deal with all the bodies? Like, and I mean, we never did go up and fully recover Bob and Rocky up there. I guess they're just, like, effed. <laughs> like, they're just going to be left for scavengers or something and forget their churchy wives. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no one is phased at all about all the blood and gore just, like, chilling everywhere. <laughs> I suppose as part of the government cover-up, the soldiers are going to have to go clean up the bodies. Because if they don't, then it must be Frank's job because he runs the place. (laughs) Frank, the coach, and the businessman. (laughs) He's just out there with a shovel and a hefty bag. like Also the custodian. (laughs) I told you he's a jack-of-all-trades. Like, professional spider, gore cleaner-upper, and coach ski coach and businessman can run like a total ski lodge and that's the movie that's ice. <laughs> that's ice spiders god help us i'm sorry that i've done this to you <laughs> after last we had such a good movie last time <laughs> it was, this i mean it was kind of a trip and it went by really quick and like i said the ending was abrupt so i was like wait 
I thought it was going to be way longer because you you didn't. You're just like thrown right into it. There's no character development, and then boom, it's done. Okay, sure. Like I have so many questions, but okay, maybe that's why they have that one spider. We're going to get all of our questions answered in ice spiders too. But this time, that remaining spider is going to be in a desert or something, and it's going to be sand spider. Well, and this same director made a movie just called Spiders. I wonder if that is the sequel to Ice Spiders. I'm going to have to look into that. Oh, my, oh my gosh. I saw that, too. I think it, it's also, like, on Amazon Prime because I was looking oh up boy. Ice Spiders, you know. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you end up having to do that one, you're going to have to bring me back on so I can watch I can watch Spiders um, and see if we get any of our answers to our questions. <sighs> a- I bet we wouldn't. <laughs> B, the chances of getting that randomly are slim to none. Um, yeah. C, I'm most definitely going to have you on again. Yes! <laughs> you've become one of my favorites. Thank you very much for being Yay! here. I love it. Thank you for asking me again. I hope I hope I'm not an annoying any of your regulars or anything like that. Um, regular listeners, but I, I think it's a trip. It's it's fun <laughs> to to come and hang out and uh, chat a little bit. As you could tell, I'm like pretty chatty person <laughs> um, when I don't have to be around anyone in person. So yeah, I've enjoyed it. I'm always happy to come back. Well, that will happen. It is that time of the episode where I push the magic button to see what my movie for next week's episode, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. Pushing the button now. Next week's movie is Something in the Woods <gasps> from 2016. It is on Tubi, which is free for everyone. Tubi, in case people don't know, Tubi secretly rules. It's totally free <laughs> app you can get on your smart TV or your, I'm not getting paid to advertise Tubi, but there's, <laughs> it's mostly garbage, but they have tens of thousands of movies on there. Absolutely free. Wow. So if you can't afford Netflix or any of that stuff, you have options. And Tubi is chock full of all kinds of this crap that I get for this show. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. What is this? Let's see. Follows the Hartman family and their dealings with a legendary creature. Oh, it's a Bigfoot movie. All right. Oh, yeah. There's not going to be a Bigfoot movie that's better than Harry and the Hendersons. I'm sorry. I'm showing my age right now. But I love Harry and the Hendersons. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. I love her in the Hendersons. I mean, it's so old. And probably I'm gonna I'm saying this and then I'll go watch it here in a little bit and it's probably problematic because most of the stuff that you think of like as a child was like so great, you look back and you're like, Oh, cringe, that's terrible. But yeah, I don't know. I liked that one. I always was cried at the end. <laughs> so. Go away, Harry. No one wants you here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so many tears. That was apparently my John Lithgow impression. <laughs> I will never do that again. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So next week, Something in the Woods on Tubi from 2016. We'll see how that goes. Yay! Thank you again, ma'am, for being here. Yes! You are a lot of fun. <laughs> and we will see you again for surely another shitty movie someday. <laughs> Yay! Well, like I said, I'm always happy to come back. And this is like, I love movies, so this was not hard work at all. I enjoyed it. So thank you. Excellent. Well, that'll be it for me this week. See you next week. I am Heath. Oh, where can people find you if you want? 
to be found on Twitter oh, and Instagram. Okay, first. yeah, let, let's plug my social media here. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and I I got on Twitter on, in January. I'm almost up to, like, I'm getting pretty close to 1,000. I've got a little ways to go, but I'm at 900-something, and I'm stoked about it. Um, followers, but you can find me at Emily Chicken Tender. So yeah, and it's E M M A L E E, and then Chicken Tender. Um, it's it's a play on words and kind of a kind of a artistic culture joke. <laughs> so yeah, there. And then I'm M Day on Facebook and IG. I'm not getting on them as much right now. I'm currently banned from Facebook for for a month because I got reported on something even though I haven't been there um, for quite a while. So come come see me on Instagram or Twitter preferably. Excellent. I am uh, at Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter. The podcast is at that's a random P2. The show has an email for comments, concerns, things of that nature. Love to see them. That is at uh, that's a random pod at gmail.com. I do have an Instagram. That's Heath Lambert 98, which I didn't do much with before and has now been taken over by my newborn daughter who writes really <laughs> funny captions, which is odd Aww. to me because she's only a week old. So I don't know how she, got, I don't know how she got so funny, but um, yeah, she's just completely taken my Instagram away from me. So that's hers now. So if you want cute baby pictures, you Aww. can go look at that. You're not going to get anything about movies or the show on there anymore. <laughs> unless, I, unless I rest it back from her. So we'll see how Aww. that goes. But that is, uh, yeah, that'll do it for me this week. And on behalf of Emily as well, goodbye, everyone. Woo! Have a great week.